0: Hi friends! On this episode, we recap Heartbeat Braves by Pamela Sanderson. Our heroine is a no-nonsense professional who works at a community center serving the indigenous community. Her job is stressful enough without having to handhold the board's nepotism higher. And even worse, he's super cute. This book highlighted the glaring gaps in our bookshelves with regard to Indigenous stories, and we had a lot of trouble finding stories that centered Indigenous lives and not just Indigenous trauma. So please, please send us your recommendations because we would love to read them. Now, spoilers ahead. Hi, Meg. Hey, Liz. We were just talking about Meg's lovely, fluffy, monogrammed bathroom.
1: Yep, that's it. You know, I just felt like it was appropriate because we're recording this on the Monday of Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. And I had a massage like credit and I was saving it for the impending holidays to try to like preempt being around my family oh, for extended periods of time. God, you thought ahead.
0: I should have yeah. thought ahead.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I just went and had that done and I feel like a, just a delicious tenderized steak. <laughs> I feel amazing.
0: Today I woke up and decided I want blue hair now because my hair has been some version of pink or red for the past year right? Or so. And I was like, I'm going to do this including the Sally's trip and the bleach bath to try to get some of the color off the ends. Mm -hmm. So my hair wouldn't just turn purple. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to do all this before my doctor's appointment in the (laughs) afternoon. And I did with like,
1: not a minute to spare. (laughs) So you bleached it back and then you took it to blue.
0: I didn't totally bleach it back. I did like the whole bleach with some developer and shampoo and water thing. Okay, and just put it on the ends, basically, to very cool get a little bit off. My hair is an ongoing science experiment, <laughs> and I can tell you a lot more about that in a lot more detail than I can tell you about this book because <laughs> I didn't finish it. I'm so sorry.
1: You know, the holidays are. Impending it's a hectic time of year, so you know we frankly didn't start reading until this week. Okay, we had a lot
0: to do. So I had a book to read for a podcast that I guested on, and I had a book to read for our special author guests coming yes. up to kick oh off my god December, just an amazing. Human being, and such a fun conversation, and I'm still pinching myself about it. Yeah, and then this book, and then planning for my family to come in, and like working until six p.m. on the Friday before my vacation when I'm supposed to get out from work at three. Because, yeah. So I that's the way. I didn't dye my hair blue because I'm having a mental health crisis. Nope, not at all. <laughs>
1: When I dyed my entire head, like bright magenta during the, <laughs> the depths of the pandemic, I was like walking my dogs in my neighborhood thinking, I'm just advertising that I'm having meltdown.
0: <laughs> Whitney Cummings, the comedian who has a podcast, she said that she dyed her hair pink because people were starting to treat her like she was someone who had shit together and who could be asked for advice and she needed to disabuse people of that notion <laughs> yeah so this week we read asterisk for me heartbeat braves by Pamela Sanderson Pamela Sanderson and we were looking for a book with indigenous characters written by an indigenous author and it Will surprise no one to know that the pickings, at least what was featured in lists on book blogs and that we could confirm was a romance and mm-hmm. written by a native author mm-hmm. were slim, yeah, um which doesn't mean that this book didn't have a compelling plot. It kind of read to me like a small town romance, even though hmm. it's set in a city, but because it's centered on this community center, right. Um, but I have a lot of thoughts about what I did read. So okay. I'll tell you what my notes were and you can fill in the gaps, okay? All right, sounds good. Nepotism. Why does everyone <laughs> want to manage a rock band? First kiss felt very unearned and out of nowhere. Do yes. not care about Linda and Uncle Arnie. Uh-uh. Grand Theft Auto. I hate to agree with the hero regarding mixed signals, but I agree with the hero regarding mixed signals. (laughs) Heroin has a variety of condoms to choose from, but we don't get to see any of them used. Would have liked to see Hero put on her panties. Missed opportunity.
1: (laughs) And that's all I have. (laughs) Yeah, it felt like that was going to happen. Or like he was going to like sniff them or something. That would have been so
0: refreshing, honestly. Yeah. More panty sniffing and romance.
1: (laughs) Give the people what they want. (laughs) Just like get a nice big whip in there. (laughs) Uh, I think you pretty much got it. If I was going to add more catchphrases Mm -hmm. to finish out the book, I would say... (sighs) Sad grandpa.
0: Did the grandpa make it to the end? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um I just got as far as the grandpa yelling at her and telling her that she needed to respect some boundaries and that
1: yes. He wasn't,
0: you know, a child, basically.
1: Yeah. Um nonprofit slash event planning catastrophe question mark were you triggered by that because of my past as an event planner mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah and so that i did have a little bit of beef with that because like as someone who's worked for nonprofits and done event planning like it was it was a little last minute frankly <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i know that that was partially because of the move to the new building being all crazy but um let's see I would say nothing burger grand gesture. What was the grand gesture? Okay.
0: So I made it to 70%. So Mm -hmm. basically around the point where her grandpa yells at her. Yeah.
1: Okay. So and he
0: has been kicked out of his apartment and there was a big racist incident and he's temporarily for a few days living with his mom.
1: Yes. He, um, stays with his mom intermittently and stays with um Ryan intermittently also and then uncle Arnie and Linda are not super successful with the the funding situation they're somewhat successful but that means that Henry's job which is essentially paid out of a family nepotism fund mm-hmm. uh is disappearing so his mom's like, I'm sorry, but you're not fucking staying here. And, um, they have arranged for him to move back to the res and work at a job that they've secured for him and live with a family member. And he's like super bummed. So they're going to do one final, well, I should I say final, the first and final concert for the beat Braves. And it's at that, um, concert venue that ryan took him to earlier and then they're like wait a minute let's just have the arts festival here because shocker of the century the building is not going to be bought for them so so they they do not
0: get the building in the end
1: they do not get the building they barely get to stay Together as a nonprofit. Okay. Um, but they have the Beep Braves on stage. They bring in um her grandfather's elder drum circle, and then they have the little middle schoolers or elementary schoolers come in and do their their dance performance. And so everybody's like working together, and um, people are having a blast. And that manages to sway the board enough to give them a reprieve of one more year. Okay to try to get shit done um so it's kind of like a big hurrah that they think might be the end of crooked rock urban indian center and Brianne and henry's relationship because mm-hmm. um, he's about to go back um and they're they're discussing like how to do it long distance and uh because they both still want to like be together and then um she says goodbye to him as she's like going to work the next Monday. And it's like, she's all bummed and they don't know if the centers are going to make it. And then four hours later, he shows up with like lunch sandwiches and she's like, Oh, this makes me feel worse because if you haven't left yet, then I just have to say goodbye to you all over again. He's like, just kidding. I'm going to stay here and be like a personal helper to Margie, Mm. the, the elder who I'd run them the center prior to linda he's gonna live in her basement and provide care for her so she can live in her home longer and then figure out what she's gonna do and they will move in together when their relationship necessitates it not because of housing needs
0: Mm. okay so yeah that does feel a little bit like a nothing burger like literally it's not a burger it is sandwiches backtracking because we gave the end but not Really, the setup. So this, <laughs> which, it's fine. It's fine. So yes. the setup is that Rayanne works at the Crooked Rock Urban Indian Center, and she yes. does all things there. And she deeply cares about helping the indigenous community. Mm-hmm. Especially, it seems like her passion is with the elders. Like she goes and she prepares and delivers meals to her grandfather and other elders, not even as part of her work. It's just something that she does. She is hyper ambitious and very competent and extremely type A. So type A. Mm -hmm. And the center is planning on moving to another building that will better serve their needs so that they can have more services. And it's one disaster after another, and apparently that doesn't happen.
1: No, it falls through.
0: But at a meeting of the board, uh, this dude, who is the nephew, the 10 years younger nephew of one of the board members, mm-hmm. uh, his uncle is like, hey, so you're going to work here as a project manager. And him and Rayanne, so Henry and Ryan are both like, what the fuck? Because he... Was not expecting to be put into this job that he seemingly has no skills. <laughs> he has no skills. He kind of he makes his income. He has a roommate and he makes his income, it sounds like from odd jobs, mm-hmm. which is fine, but he hasn't picked a career path and it is a point of contention with his mother. So basically his mother yeah. is was trying to get his uncle to help him out to get some kind of job, push him mm-hmm. into some career track. So they make him this project manager and he knows nothing. And Ryan is like, Oh, well, never mind. I've just been working here all this time and dealing with all these budget issues and trying to help the community. And I actually have skills, but you know, I guess I'll just stand here with my dick in my hand.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and train this boy right to my job i feel like it's worth mentioning that Rayanne is 22 Mm -hmm. and has graduated from college early and um that henry also has graduated he's 24
0: okay so he's a little older but seems to be behind in life
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and what he wants to do is he wants to manage his friend's Rock band that is native with hip hop influences, and they're called the Beat Braves, which we just had like a I like know high in the sky, I want to manage a rock band and want to like skip all the steps of building an audience and just like play the big venue, get straight to the fancy record agent kind of person. Yeah, so,
1: uh,
0: so they're trying to plan. This retreat and the venue. There's a Linda fucks up. Yeah, yeah. So they have to scramble <laughs> to get another venue. They get another venue last minute. Um, at one point, Rayan and Henry go to check out the new facility, and some white man tells them, "Oh, that sale isn't happening, and you need to get out of here." And is really snide and smug and racist to mm-hmm. them. Rayanne steals the van. She just Mm -hmm. drives off without Henry because she's enraged and needs to go figure out how to fix this. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of her saying that we just work together. There will be no hanky panky. And then her being very hanky panky Mm -hmm. and like dancing on him. And then when he puts his hand on her hip, she's like, no where where this is a work function he's like okay and she's like I'm really glad that I came (laughs) and then and then I don't mm. Mm -hmm. and he's a little bit of a putz mm, yeah (laughs) so she she's mean and type a and sends mixed signals and he is a little bit like giving opinions where they were not asked for and where he is not qualified to give opinions like Ryan clearly needs someone to like talk her down sometimes mm-hmm. she steamrolls people like her grandpa uh but yeah it was very like woman you need to get a hold of yourself mm-hmm. in some situations
1: yeah he also gave some input on her relationship with her grandfather that i was like wait mm-hmm. You've only known her for a few weeks. Like it's kind of, I don't know. I would take offense.
0: It Maybe it's rooted, different
1: for them. That's exactly what
0: I'm referring to. It felt rooted in machismo where he's like, you know, allow the man his dignity. Like you yeah. don't have to tidy his place for him. It's like, I get where he's coming from, but also shutting up is free and minding your own business is free. <laughs> and you can <laughs> do those things.
1: <laughs> those are options available to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> hmm Okay. So we have the, uh, the retreat, the the board retreat and Henry is making food and Ryan's like very grateful that the food has not been shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she goes back to the kitchen and then they end up like making out. (laughs) Do they make out in the kitchen or
0: do they make out after the t-shirt? They make out after the t-shirt, right? That's their first kiss. I could have skimmed over a kitchen kiss.
1: I think that, well, I think then, there was a kitchen kiss because I, I specifically remember that she said she grabbed his belt loops and like pulled him okay. toward her. So I feel like there was. Okay. But maybe not. I believe you. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought the first kiss was when the
0: sprinklers went off and everyone got all wet and. She was very much in a wet t-shirt contest situation. Mm-hmm. And he- As was Linda. Her, as was Linda. She was a good friend that she was to Linda. She was concerned about Linda's situation and then realized, oh, like I am also a bit nipply. <laughs> um, and Henry just so happens to have an extra shirt and he's mm-hmm. like, you can have my shirt. And later tells her, you look good in my shirt. Mm-hmm. And then they make out. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, that's so unprofessional of you, you nepotism brat. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad that I couldn't give this book the full attention that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like, okay, so here's what I loved. Okay. I loved that it was realistic about i like anything that portrays a culture that is owned voices that shows that a culture is not a monolith Mm -hmm. and you would see that in small ways like them comparing different traditions and dances like oh we don't do that in my culture that's not in our tradition Um, or like
1: saying that plains indians make lots of jokes about eating fish,
0: eating indians (laughs)
1: Yeah. And, and I don't know what fish eating Indians, I don't know what that means, but um, it has meaning. I I definitely got the the sense, like you
0: said, that you weren't the audience for this, that I wasn't the audience for this because it's the kind of thing that there were moments where I was reading it and I'm like, this feels like it's not for me. Like it's okay for them to say about themselves, but definitely not for outsiders too.
1: Sure. And the sense that like, there was humor that, I wouldn't get yeah same. that somebody who's in the in group would understand um, like the puppy thing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about portrayals
0: of Indigenous people in general because I I feel like people of our age group probably have mostly seen like the biggest portrayal of Indigenous people they've seen is Twilight and that is awful awful representation yeah like i think it's... it was mostly not na- some native actors but notably uh, taylor lautner <laughs> is not native no
1: no um i was i know you said it's not surprising that there there wasn't much for us to find in the romance category that was about indigenous people by indigenous people but i frankly I was surprised that it was so hard to find something Mm -hmm. and it was like everything that we could find was not a romance which Mm -hmm. is understandable but but it was about trauma and there's Mm -hmm. plenty of trauma in this book as well yeah but and then like the main things that come up are stupid dances with wolves and last of the mohicans Mm -hmm. which are starring white dudes so it's like what what (laughs) Yeah, so I like that this was just like a normal story about
0: normal people going Mm -hmm. through lives, through financial issues, through workplace drama, through family relationship issues who are Native and how that intersection affects all of those other things. But
1: yeah, for sure. And it didn't like gloss over the fact that they both had family issues Mm -hmm. that are part of the experience of what the dominant culture has done to native peoples Mm -hmm. and that i mean clearly henry is unhoused for portions of the book Mm -hmm. so and and money is a concern for everyone Mm -hmm. um and and
0: i was really struck by the scene where
1: i think henry
0: says that some girl he Dated or hooked up with said, like, oh, if we have a baby, then our baby can get all those free Indian benefits. And Brand's like, what free Indian benefits? And yeah, I am not, I don't identify as Indigenous. I know that I liked what they said about there's a difference between white people who have Native ancestors and Native people who have white ancestors. Right. Right. So I would say that I'm a Latina with the former where I know. That there is a big, the indigenous population in the Dominican Republic, where my family is from, is the Taino Indians, but mm-hmm. I know literally nothing about that culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not done a deep dive into that side of my heritage because I don't, it's again one of those things where I don't know like that I have
1: claim to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but anyway. There was discussion about, like, what it means to be Native enough, Mm -hmm. which was interesting.
0: Yeah. But I, with the free Indian benefits thing, I definitely had people acting like I was going to get a full ride to college because I was not white. Hmm. And that I only got into college because I was not white. And that Hmm. things would be handed to me because I was not white. And I have to feel when I am a minority in a mostly white space that there are at least some people there thinking that I'm only there because I fill a quota.
1: That fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. And I I know I don't have it nearly as bad as other people. I am extremely privileged. I have tons of light skin privilege and educational privilege, and I have been very fortunate i have n- proximity to whiteness because of my white husband and white friends um yeah but it was interesting to see another culture's experience of similar issues and how the mm-hmm. s- similar issues manifest in completely different ways when it's a different culture so mm-hmm. i i loved that
1: for sure i was surprised at the sort of closed doorness, ness mm-hmm. which maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe it's just because, like, we tend to read more smut, smut.
0: <laughs> filth, frankly.
1: So um, Jenny
0: Nordback's trick for mm-hmm. trying to see if a book bangs or not is to <laughs> look through to see how many instances of thrust show up but they made a tiktok on the bonkers page about how sometimes that could steer you wrong Uh if people are using thrust in another context
1: yeah (laughs) that's hilarious okay what else did i like i i think i mentioned that i had some trouble getting used to the way pamela sanderson wrote dialogue Mm -hmm. um and then after a certain point, I just I guess it kind of clicked for me and I it felt more natural. Um, um okay, so grievances. I have kind of a biggie. <laughs> yeah. Which is I'm not really sure that the main couple is like right for each other. Same. Um in a lot of ways. I know that they were providing things for each other that both of them needed at that time Mm -hmm. and that's sometimes what relationships are and that's perfectly fine like a a relationship's value is not based on its longevity Mm -hmm. um but I just wasn't sure what they shared exactly I mean I know they they share some similar cultural experiences and they're of the same age group and like there's not a, they don't encounter a lot of other native people their age. So there's like something appealing there Mm -hmm. and they're sort of forced proximity together at this, at this nonprofit, but they're both hot and they're both hot. Yeah. So, but their personalities are extremely different. The things that the way they approach life and the things they want out of life are pretty different. And it felt like it went from, uh, I kind of hate your guts to, it's all good, let's bow. <laughs> I agree that that is my grievance as well, that
0: I don't feel that they were a match. It kind of feels like Henry is going to be that boyfriend Rayanne talks about years from now. I was like, yeah, he was, he was such a child and I had to do everything for him and it was exhausting and the sex was good, but like he was like I felt like I had to be his mom and like that's going to be Mm -hmm. who he is in her life it felt like a happy I mean I didn't read the end but I imagine that I would have felt like it was a happy for now based off of what I did read
1: yeah it had that feeling for me and it like I feel I guess somewhat defensive of Henry because like his whole fear that especially apparent toward the end is like he doesn't want to be the loser boyfriend he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be like a loser like his dad that that's what his mom says so to hear that like that might be how ryan thinks of him in the future makes me kind of sad
0: (laughs) i'm sorry henry (laughs) it's like i i don't know I can give Henry the benefit of the doubt that I believe that he would have eventually found a path without mm-hmm. Rand, but I feel like sure. his relationship with her and him being pushed into this job by a relative probably made that happen faster than he yeah. was ready for.
1: Yeah, and which to me is that right. might be that might be kind of true to life for a lot of young men, though. Frankly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so is henry your worst half no it's rayanne really yeah because she stole his van and left him in the lurch She handled it really
0: coolly and she's a bitch and she is mean and she she absolutely a hundred percent is justified to hate this guy on site because he was handed her job just off the street just like Mm -hmm. because of his connections when she works so hard and Her ideas are constantly being shot down by the board. Mm -hmm. So she's justified there, but she steamrolls everyone. She thinks that she has to fix everyone's problems. Mm -hmm. Um, She always feels like she has something to prove. And she doesn't know what she wants. And people feel like they have to guess what she wants. So she is the worst half because she is mean. And cool. I am her. <laughs> okay, I was gonna
1: say like she is there's me a lot of things her. that you're saying that remind me of myself. <laughs> no, I she um, I don't like her because
0: she reminds me of me in a lot of ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the feeling like you're the only one who can problem solve everything, mm-hmm. like whoo.
0: Attacked.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) very much that. Uh, Okay, I see you made a valid case. So, okay, I agree. All right, so who's your honorable sizzle? Mm -hmm. Okay, so
0: I think for this one, I have an honorable, a dishonorable mention. Oh, okay. Because of how much Arnie rubbed me the wrong way.
1: Yeah, well, how much of that do you think is because? He rubs Rayanne the wrong way.
0: It could be a lot. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it sounds like he does a lot of good things for the community, but he strikes me as someone who's eventually going to like run for Senate and take a lot of lobbying money and be a huge jackass, right? That was the vibe I was catching.
1: He definitely is going to run for, I can't remember what office, but that is discussed toward the end. Yeah. And he is finding himself attracted to Linda more, like, obviously, toward mm -hmm. the end, and is, is like, seemingly very surprised by it. Are they book two? No, they're actually not. Do they have a book in the four-book series? That is an excellent question. I would like to know the story of Margie
0: the Younger Years. Mm, Yes, that would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a trend on this podcast that we always want to know the backstory of older characters. Like, yeah. Okay. When you write a hot under his collar, mm-hmm. you want the sister Cortana prequel, oh. right? Yeah. Of I course. Want, I want this, Andy, if you're listening, <laughs> I want the sister Cortana, like present day, but also flipping back to the past narrative. Mm. Kind of like Elizabeth Gilbert's City of Girls or Margaret Atwood's The Blind Assassin. Something like that. And I want
1: her to get her happy ending. So you want her to leave the church also? Yes. (laughs) That's like how we create a happy ending for everyone. Everyone leave the church. Oh my gosh. Okay, so book two is about Esther. Esther. Okay. And a character that I don't think that we've met yet. The book three is about Tommy and okay. um a woman that we have not met yet. And then book four is finally Linda and Arnie. Oh,
0: so slow burn.
1: Yeah. Okay. Where he's described as the sexy but aggravating rival. Hmm. Did you get hmm. sexy vibes? I didn't.
0: <laughs> I was not turned on by him.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, don't you feel like the setup of this book
0: feels like a Netflix holiday movie or a Hallmark movie? Like they have to save the community center and yeah, it's a fish out of water story.
1: Yeah, it feels, I feel like I could see it on Netflix for sure because, mm-hmm. especially with their holiday movies, they like to have like a sort of charitable bent to them, Mm -hmm. like where they feature some kind of organization or whatever that they're fundraising for, see Operation Christmas Drop and a number of other ones, Holiday in the Wild, which sucked.
0: (laughs) uh, The Night Before Christmas, which is another Vanessa Hudgens holiday movie. So there are at least four Vanessa (laughs) Hudgenses in the Netflix Christmas cinematic in the same universe, universe. <laughs> but my yeah, where in that they're like fundraising for a family that seems to be doing
1: fine. Yeah. One single <laughs> family. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe it could be a Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a bookmarked scene? Or one that you'd like to see translated to film, for example.
0: Let's see, because I did bookmark something. Okay, I will say that the first sex scene, mm-hmm. I don't know if there were other sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Closed-door sex scenes. I love a a talking, laughing sex scene. Yeah, I like when couples, like, it's like sex is play, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily serious it's not always like
1: sometimes it's goofy sometimes, sometimes it's goofy gross. yeah
0: <laughs> sometimes it's goofy and gross and it's not like just like very choreographed right like you open the apartment door while you're kissing and you're like dropping things and you're removing your clothes effortlessly and then you go onto the bed and are able to get right to it without any kind of lubricant and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's sometimes it's like hold that thought I have to pee <laughs> yeah when he has to like sit down on the floor and take his pants off he's yeah. like, is this doing it for you I'm like yeah that's the kind of thing that actually yes. happens so that would be my bookmark scene how about you oh that's good um I would like to see that final concert slash festival thing oh yeah right to the screen I would love to like Hear someone's interpretation of the type of music that B Braves does and see like the elders coming together in support and and all of that, I think it would be like an extremely tender scene.
0: Yeah. I would love to see the drum circle.
1: I know. Grandpa. Okay. Did you have any fan casting?
0: No, I didn't, but I do have some content recommendations and again the lack of fan casting is because i have seen and this might be a personal failing on me as much as it is on the media i know very few native actors especially in this age group Mm -hmm. like the only one who comes to mind is amber mid thunder Mm -hmm. i can't fan cast amber mid thunder and everything yeah um so recently on the podcast i talked about bailey Sarian and specifically mm-hmm. her Dark History podcast. And she had an episode about the Trail of Tears that I've i realized there are huge gaps in my knowledge of American history as actually occurred. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the sense that that is a trend for oh, all yes. of us. Oh, yes. So she has an episode about the Trail of Tears that, I, that was so, I learned so much from that and then she recently had an episode about the ongoing investigations into the residential schools and all the bodies Mm. of children being found so my recommendation is to find ways to educate yourself on the actual history of (laughs) this country and the actual history of thanksgiving and how it's not it's not a thing it was Mm -hmm. not a thing and just challenge all these ideas that you've learned throughout history like about christopher columbus who was the worst human being Mm -hmm. like absolutely like the things that i've learned recently have disgusted me because they weren't even slightly touched upon Right in school not even remotely mm-hmm. so I would recommend that and I would recommend on TikTok a creator named Modern Warrior Okay. who first of all let it be said that he is a fine man mm-hmm. and like a fair amount of like the videos that brought my attention to him were women thirsting over him <laughs> uh, and he does like post gym photos and stuff Um, But he talks in such a passionate and calm and honestly, eviscerating way about native issues. Mm -hmm. And he has triggered a lot of racist people by stitching videos and calling people colonizers. Like he starts off videos Mm -hmm. saying, hey, colonizer, when he responds to shitty people and the amount of hate and vitriol that this man has gotten on this app is truly harrowing. And the fact that he shows up every day and he makes content that educates people and that entertains people mm-hmm. and is just someone who feels like a light in mm-hmm. the community, I I would definitely recommend it because it's just like, I like having the constant reminders that like there's so much that I still need to learn and so much more that's, so many systemic issues that need to be addressed mm-hmm. that i have not even scratched the surface of so and that's a very small thing that's just right now just trying to be less ignorant
1: yeah yeah it's i i feel embarrassed about how little me i too. know me too me too well thank you for sharing those recommendations i will have those in the show notes Do you have a recipe or anything? Ryan's like signature dish that everybody loved was her cornbread. So I could do a, I mean, I I like a sweet cornbread though. I don't know if I like like a sweet cornbread that she was making, but I can supply my favorite, very sweet cornbread. I love a
0: sweet cornbread. So we can share that and we'll put a link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I hope that if you, are celebrating with family over the holidays that you are all staying COVID safe and that everyone is vaccinated and that your racist uncle can't make it and that their lips to
1: God's ears.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that I don't mean you, Meg. I mean you listen. Oh, I mean works. it works
1: for me. Yes. It works in my situation.
0: I hope that it is as calm and bearable as possible and that you eat good food but that you also think about the fact that we are on stolen land
1: yes and if any listeners have recommendations on indigenous love stories for us Mm -hmm. please slide into our dms or comment on any of our stories anything I would love to read them. I want them yeah, to be
0: out there. This book too. was at the top of like every list and that's awesome. But I know that there's more. out There's there. gotta
1: be more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So especially if you are an independently published indigenous author, please, please slide into our DMs. We want to read your book. All of our links are going to be on the show notes. Until next time, air kisses.